In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <laughs> So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Makes me smile. I found it hard 
folks, welcome to your Tuesday episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Uh, man, wasn't Monday's episode just amazing? Emily D. Baker, wow. Van- wow, I sound like Owen Wilson. Wow. No, that that's I sound like Christopher Walken. Anyways, already off to a banging start here. Uh, today, Sophie Ross, of course, Pop Culture Roundup, which is usually on Mondays. We're doing it on Tuesday. You guys, I did like four interviews today, like I told you, and it went pretty good. I am just bone tired. Um, is that a word? Bone tired? Why would that be a word? Why am I thinking? I, uh, you know, we go into all of this. It, it, I think it's a fairly quick conversation. It's less than an hour. It's a nice overview of all. Th- but I got to tell you, after I talked to Sophie, I read more of this Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox interview that G- the British GQ did, I think it's from. And our friend Molly Lambert, who's an amazing writer, did the interview and stuff. But this Oh man, I I want I I want to punch this guy. I'm not even I couldn't even uh, by the way, I punch him, I would end up like I'm sure he could kick my butt. But this guy has driven me to violence. I do not like this guy in the least. So th- there's a string of just horrible quotes from Machine Gun Kelly. Um first off, uh, this is like tweets about like little quotes from the article. It says, Megan Fox's love may be tr- transforming Colson Baker. Colson Baker, that's his real name. It's not, hey, shocker, it's not Machine Gun Kelly. His mom didn't go, I'm going to name you Machine Gun. Um, uh, so M- Megan Fox's love may be transforming Colson Baker into his highest self, but it hasn't changed Machine Gun Kelly. Quote, I'm still a motherfucking outlaw. Dude, you have extensions. Your name is Machine Gun. Please let us not act like you're punk rock. Please, for the love of God, do not act like you're an MF and outlaw. Machine Gun Kelly is an outlaw like Lala Kent is a gangster. You know, like there's just no, it's like, okay, dude. Yeah, you're, you're an outlaw. I just, the crap, this guy also, if you look around, people started sending me this stuff. He has full extensions. Like how punk is it that this guy got like hair grafting? Like I, by the way, if I ever went bald, I'd get hair grafting if I could afford it. But if you're punk rock, if you're an MF and outlaw, I've never seen an MF and outlaw be like, you know what? I'm super vain. I'm going to wear spangly leather pants. Here's another one. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly goes, this is a story of how they met. Megan Kelly goes, I just remember this tall, blonde, ghostly creature. And I looked up and I was like, you smell like weed. He looked down at me and he was like, I am weed. And then, I swear to God, he disappeared like a ninja in a smoke bomb. A smoke bomb? That's a weed! That's all weed, Megan Fox. He disappeared in a plume of weed smoke. And also, who says, I am weed? Like, it reminded me of Batman going, like, I am the knight. I am Batman. Like, I am weed. Give, I, I'm sorry, I hope somebody's enjoying, like, this is what scares me, is that we have 15-year-old, 15-year-old people and younger going, Damn, this is punk rock. Machine Gun Kelly. Woo! Oh my God, I've never seen somebody so punk rock in my life. And I'm like, dude, this guy's now wearing like mink and fur. And he tried to be a rapper and failed at that. And now he's going to punk rock. This guy, I mean, I'm telling you, I have not felt this fired up since Lisa Rinna. This guy needs to stop. And I I, I really, and this Megan Fox thing, I hope we're being, uh, this, this is not bad. And by the way, at this rate, we're going to see him have full sex before next summer. Like we will see P and V, you know what I'm talking about? We're going to see the full Monty because you can't keep up this heat. 
You can't do it. And also, we're not going to be interested. You think 10 years from now they're going to put this couple on the cover of GQ banging each other? No. They, I mean, I hope they have, like, I, I I guess he's an MF and outlaw, so he probably doesn't, but I hope he has a five-year plan. Like, I love that I have no actual plan with my life, but I'm like, I hope he's investing well. It it just it upsets me, folks. So I, I just wanted to talk more about that because we talk about it a little bit in this, but I wanted to really hit it home even more. And also, uh, on a positive note, congratulations go out to one of my, speaking of Batman, one of my other favorite detectives, Megan... King Edmonds from Real Housewives of Orange County met, uh, she wed Cafe or Cafe Biden and the, the interwebs were a buzz. Mr. Biden, President Biden went to the ceremony, which that's also like, Hey man, you're the president. Maybe we shouldn't. It was like, I was pissed all the time when Trump was golfing all the time. Also, I don't feel like Biden should be allowed to go to Monday weddings. I feel like that should be a weekend wedding kind of thing. And uh, so he went, supposedly, and then I just wondered, I was like, is Megan King Edmonds, like, is, like, is she, like, in a detective work around the Bidens? Like, it's, I mean, like, what's the first mystery do you think she'll solve in that family? So Megan King Edmonds did a post today, eight hours ago, with her new husband, Kufe, or Cuffy, and says, we just knew introducing Mr. and Mrs. Owens. So congratulations to Megan King Edmonds and Kufe Biden, or I'm, I know I'm getting all of those names wrong, but that is nice. It is nice to find love again. And as me and Sophie talk about, uh, Jim Edmonds, her ex is just what we call, uh, kick the kids out of the car right now or the room. And I've, I know I've already cussed and I didn't warn you, but he's what we call an asshole. He's just a full blown asshole. So Anybody would have been better than Jim Edmonds. So congratulations to Megan King, Edmonds, and Kufe. I'm looking forward to many of your adventures. And guys, I'm just going to get into it because I have so many things to do, so many things that I have preparation for you, uh, so many books I have to read for guests. I'm actually reading books, and it's very exciting to be reading them with my eyes and not just my ears like I was with audiobooks. So you guys, I will talk to you on Wednesday here Without further ado, is the pop culture roundup stories of the week. We got Kim Kardashian, we got Kanye, we got Machine Gun. The whole gang is here. So enjoy, and I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. Ladies and gentlemen, I had so many messages today complaining that they were not able to start their week because they did not hear Sophie Ross and me talk about pop culture roundup events. And I am sorry, but uh, I do have something to make up for it. I have Sophie Ross today, Tuesday, so you can finally start your week. We're going to go over stories. Sophie is in her pajamas right now, even though it is still, I mean, it is early in the evening. She's it's not, 6 p.m. where I am, basically. I'm, try, I'm trying to cue you up. It's just early to wear pajamas, I think, 6 p.m. And uh, so, <laughs> Sophie Ross, welcome to the show. How was the wedding yesterday? You're in wedding season right now. Was it better than your sister's wedding? Or worse <laughs> than your sister's wedding? It was, they were both beautiful. It was beautiful. It was just in the city. Um, so I didn't like have to travel anywhere, which was nice because, you know, it's just been a lot of traveling lately. Um, but yeah, it was fun. It was a Jewish wedding. So it was on a Sunday. Um, that's like a, a common thing. I don't know if people are aware because Shabbat is on um, Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like, didn't even realize that of course it was on a Sunday because both of my friends are very Jewish. I got <laughs> married, but for some reason I was like, oh yeah, it's Saturday. And then as the weekend, I was like, wait, it's Sunday. And so then I like, yeah, I was like, Ryan, sorry. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was a lot. I was like, oh, interesting. A, a last minute wedding. I thought you were saying you were getting married like a shotgun wedding. And I, I was like, oh my God, you're getting married. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the big news besides you getting shotgun, well, actually I asked you this at your sister's wedding. Anybody special at this wedding? What do we got? No. Anybody? <laughs> is anybody there with you right now? Nothing. Okay. Um, uh, so the big news is, did you watch Kim Kardashian West on Saturday Night Live? Yes, I actually just caught up watching it. What and you, what'd you think? Yeah, she did a really good job. She did a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she did. I mean, it was almost a non-event in the fact that it was really, it was decent. Mm-hmm. And she yeah, seemed like she really surprised. cared about what she was doing. Yeah. It seemed like she definitely put her all into it. And I was surprised by some of the acting chops. Yeah. I mean, the monologue was really well-written and it made fun of everybody. She had a good Corey Gamble gold digger joke, which I thought yeah. was great. Uh, they made fun of Courtney in a sketch, the people's court K O U R T. Uh, I will say Chris Jenner, not a good actor. She was actually, she screwed up her life. Oh, she was so horrible. Yeah. Like that was, and the other thing, and, and, and I don't know if I need a trigger warn or what the deal is, but I am going to talk about facial work, not in just terms of the Kardashians, but a lot of people. I got upset because we saw Chloe in this in a couple sketches and she was great. But then Chloe on her Instagram posts a photo of her backstage at SNL and it's not Chloe. She looks like a who from Whoville. And I'm like, girl, we just saw you the night before. Why are you doing this? We saw your actual face that you live with. Why are you doing this to yourself? Like, I, 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 I need to know the psychology and I know she's insecure and all that stuff, but you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. She's out of control, just like, out of control. Who's doing, I mean, I have to imagine I'm getting scared that it's not even her doing it. Like her team's like, she loves this kind of button nose and she loves like, I, does she approve this? Like, does she, I, I just need to know. I don't know. It also was interesting seeing Kim, like Kim looked beautiful, obviously, yes, but yeah. she has smile lines. Like she has texture on her skin. Like she even seeing her on like a real camera that isn't like, you know, the keeping up with the Kardashian, like filtered lens yeah. or her Instagram. Like, it's interesting to see what she really looks like. And yeah, obviously she looked beautiful, but still like if you compare the two, she does look different than she does on Instagram. Well, those are the best smile lines money can buy. Those aren't actual real smile lines. She paid for that. But no, um, somebody told me, have you heard this? And I, I kind of then went back and watched. I was like that she got her like smaller boobs and a butt. Yeah, she did. I thought we talked about this. We might have. I was extremely drunk when I talked to you last week. When it I was last week. I think okay. it was a couple weeks ago that I, I don't know, maybe we didn't. But yeah, Kim has, because remember how we've talked about how the BBL like body yes. type, like that's like the Insta body look, but it's kind of falling out <laughs> of fashion. And all of these people got Brazilian butt lifts to look like the Kardashians. Meanwhile, Kim has gotten her butt um, made smaller and it looks more natural now. It's not, you know, it just doesn't like explode yeah. like diaper butt like it used to. Now it actually has a natural slope and it's much smaller and much more normal. Hence how she now, you know, seems more confident and comfortable. Yeah. Um, she wasn't like this back when, you know, those pictures of her in Mexico got released. Oh like, yeah. With the, with the cellulite yeah, she was, and she freaked out. Yeah. She was looking botched, but yeah, she got a smaller butt and I believe Chloe did too. Um, and honestly, maybe like it's again, it's like these trends, they're changing and it sucks that like women's bodies fall in and out of fashion. But like, 
Yeah, they're changing. Well, they started so. this big butt craze, and imagine now that they're going to turn their back on the BBLs, and now everybody's going to have to get their BBLs taken out if they're going to make yeah. smaller butts hip, you know? They're still going to have, like, the big butts, but now they're less exaggerated and extreme and fake-looking, which is what they were before. Now yeah. they're, like, a little more natural-looking, just a little more like a real person and not like a caricature. Pete Davidson got to kiss Kim Kardashian in one of the sketches. This guy literally, he, I don't know, man. Like he gets, he just get, I feel like he gets away with murder. He gets away. He gets to kiss everybody. Everybody thinks Pete Davidson's hot. Everybody. And I, I mean, he's funny, all that stuff, but I just get, I feel like he's luck. I feel like he's lucked into so much. He's lucked into an Aladdin sketch where he gets to kiss Kim Kardashian. Uh, Kanye West, we saw actually met up, with Kim, there's a lot of paparazzi photos of them leaving the hotel when she was in her pink outfit. And I mean, do we know what the hell is going on? She's still using the last name West. She joked about the divorce in the opening monologue. We hear that it's pr- like she actually got approval of that joke through Kanye. Do we know anything? Like, obviously, they're getting a divorce, but they seem like they're BFFs. Is this like Gwyneth and Chris Martin? Yeah, I think that, I mean, that's my theory, at least, that they're just BFFs slash co-parents like I really don't think that they're back together personally again it's like that ship has sailed when they announced their divorce like I think it was clear that they tried everything and they're just not the the right for each other basically yeah did you see that Chloe took Scott Disick to the after party yeah I saw that but that's a big that's a big step that they're healing with Scott because like Scott unfollowed all of them after the Amelia Bedelia uh DM like situation went down. And so now this shows that they've made amends. Also food God was there. And I can imagine he was hoping to get on TV, but they knew kids would be watching and that would just probably be too much around Halloween. Um, (laughs) Um, So is that, I mean, did you hear any other news? Was there anything else that stood out uh, to you? But it is funny how much we, I love that we expected her to do so bad that everybody was like, Eh, it's pretty good. Like we all came together as a nation to say that it was pretty good. I think I wasn't even expecting it to be. I know that she was getting like shit on by a lot of people over it. Like when the news came out, everyone was like, you know, hating on her. Um, I, you know, I was like, I, I'm intrigued to see what Kim does for sure. Like I, I figured that she would like give it her all and she definitely delivered like, I'm sure this is, I just know that Kim has always, I just find her so funny because she has literally always just wanted to be famous. Remember in like the early seasons of the Kardashians, Chris was like, so like, let's get a career coach. Like, do you want to be a singer? Do you want to be, she, it didn't matter what it was. Like she was just going to be famous for being herself. And like, now she's hosting SNL. I'm sure this is a dream of hers. Like, well, and I imagine it extra stings Chloe because Chloe considers herself the comedian in the family. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, but not I, really anymore. Like, Chloe hasn't been funny for a while. No, like, Chloe's a clown. She's a she's a different form of clown. She's just a clown that Tristan makes look like a clown. Yeah, but true, not like a true. not one that makes you laugh. No, um, but she used to be the funny one. Like yeah. on the show, she was always so funny. I loved her, and then as she like started to morph, she like lost her personality. Same with Kylie. Kylie used to be like funny on like Vine and stuff. Like they've just lost their personalities completely. Did but we Tim t- is thriving. <laughs> I know we talked about Kylie last time about her business and Kylie baby and all this stuff, but the Kylie Freddy Krueger collaboration of nightmare on Elm street. I sincerely don't understand the more. Cause I keep seeing pictures and there's a billboard now. And I'm like, 
Kylie Jenner, Freddy Krueger together once again. Like, was this some sort of iconic collab that we're like, are people freaking out about this? Because I just think it's the weirdest, stupidest thing. Am I am I wrong? Yeah, it's dumb. And it's also so <laughs> funny. It's also so funny how her um her like Kylie cosmetics promo shoots are always just pictures of like her body and like her being sexy and like grabbing her boobs and her naked and like blood dripping down her body. It's like, where's the makeup? <laughs> this isn't about makeup. It's literally like just it's a vanity thing. Um, I, she gets to play dress up, and that's like all she does for Kylie Cosmetics occasionally. I really feel like eventually she's going to be like a kind of a Michael Jackson figure when he gets she gets in her late thirties because I feel like she's she's been doing like this is such great success at such a young age that I think it's really I think it's starting to eat away at her brain. Like also Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger was like it's like a horror iconic horror series. That where he like slaughtered people. Like at what point did was there like a scene that I didn't see where Freddie was putting on makeup and really enjoyed makeup collabs? Yeah, like, I, I, I do not understand it. I really don't. It'll next it'll be like Kylie Jenner and Jeffrey Dahmer together once again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's also like it's not gonna sell. Like it's not. I'm telling you that. Like we can pretend that Kylie Cosmetics still makes money, but it doesn't. <laughs> You're the Megan King Edmonds of Kylie Cosmetics. I fun. am. By she the way. Congratulations to Megan King Edmonds. She got married today on a Monday to Joseph Biden, our president's great grandson or something like that, I believe. His name's I think Cu- it's his nephew. Nephew. His name's C U F F E. Is that Cuffe? Cafe? I don't know. Chuffy. Chuffy. Hey, Miss, hey, Miss Chuffy. Like yeah. it's a really, and he, he has long hair, you guys. And I guess I'm happy for Megan King Edmonds, except for, and I, I don't love to get political, but. Uh, her ex-husband, that douchebag, uh, Jim Edmonds. Uh, Jim Edmonds is the worst. Him and his daughter, who we used to see on Real Houses of Orange County, they were wearing anti-Biden or anti-anti-Biden social club shirts, which I just, and I know a lot of people have bought anti-Trump shirts. and I, But like, I think it's like, if anybody buys any kind of political t-shirt, like maybe reconsider investing your money elsewhere. It all, it never looks great, you know? Oh, they were. Yeah. And they were clearly just doing that for attention and to like, you know, be assholes to Megan getting married. Like they're such assholes, but they don't have to try. They just are assholes, you know, Jim Edmonds sucks so bad. Yeah. I'm happy for Megan. Like, it seems like she, you know, is getting her fairy tale ending after having to endure that disgusting (laughs) piece of shit. You can, re- I can really sense the Monday on you right now. I can really, Jim Edmonds, <laughs> Jim Edmonds is always such an asshole. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. 
So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Um, so uh, that happened on a Monday, which is big news. Also, uh, I thought this was interesting or I, I wanted to get your take on. Did you, you obviously probably didn't like watch Salt Lake or Potomac yet, did you? Oh, I did. Yeah. I got a chance to today. What What did you think of the climactic scene with Brooks and Jen Shaw meeting with Meredith Marks sitting three feet away from them to give them space? That was hilarious how Meredith was sitting right there. It was um, so weird. I'm kind of just over the storyline. Like, I'm <laughs> hoping that this just puts it to bed. I'm glad they made up for now, but like, I'm sure it won't last that long. I just want Brooks to get some sort of like I'm more pro Brooks than I am pro Jen, but like, I just want Brooks to make some kind of move with his face. Like it's always just so like in our, I can just tell he's already judging me on screen. He just has no facial reaction at any time. And like, so the scene never really took off because he never gets beyond like a certain like level heartbeat wise, you know? Oh yeah. His face doesn't move, but I also think that's probably like Botox and stuff, but um... you think somebody that young would get Botox. He's definitely had fillers, um, lip fillers, but I don't know. Um, I saw some screenshot, I guess, Brooks that used to have a YouTube channel and, um, the YouTube channel, he posted a video that was like, I drank foreign water vacation nightmare. <laughs> like, I think that Brooks, I'm just not buying into it. Cause I think it's clear that Brooks has always kind of like wanted, you know, yeah, this. Attention. so it feels, I don't know, kind of disingenuous that he's like, like, you know, getting so involved in housewife drama in light of what I now know is that, you know, he has this, like, he's had a YouTube channel for a while. He's been wanting for a while to try to become famous. So it's just interesting. It feels a little more manufactured now. Well, he comes from an interesting family because Seth, his dad, was also a, in this episode a bit. And Seth, of course, you guys, that works 50% of the time in Canton, Ohio. Uh, he says he was he they had a meeting with all the guys and they were doing, uh, you know, some lady sex jokes, as you would. And he goes, I, I, I got an agreement with Meredith. I got to agree with Meredith. I can have sex with her anytime she wants. She just has to be asleep. And I'm like, damn, yeah. like, I'm like, Seth, wait, hey, wait, why don't you walk that back and say, I feel like you shouldn't put that on TV, you know? Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Um, and Potomac, of course, where do you stand in the great debate between Candace being Candace and we, I mean, I know we've talked about this in regards to Monique, but she's yeah. at it again. We got salad gate now and she doesn't realize she threw the first couple as she admits she threw the first couple of leaves of salad, but then Mia threw a lot more salad. So Mia's more guilty. Where do you stand? I mean, I've said this for a while that I think Candace is incredibly immature. She is, she is literally just childish and yeah. it's hard to 
reason or have a conversation or have like a civil argument with someone who is so childish. And I think a lot of this is um, Dorothy, her mom's name, right? A lot of this I think is Dorothy's fault. Um, She's been kind of coddled and I just think that she is such a child. And so I, yeah, I am, I've always felt this way about Candace that I just think that she is so incredibly, it was so embarrassing when, um, when Chris, her husband was like, okay, you need to get up from the table. Let's go. And she's like, no, I'm not ready to And like, was throwing a tantrum, like a toddler. Like, that's what I mean. Like, this is not how a grown adult should act. And I think, you know, it says a lot about how, you know, she stoops very low during arguments and she's just very, very immature. So yeah. She's going to send Chris to an early grave, like between her and her mom. I feel like that's where Chris's beard got so white so quickly. And, you know, he begged her, he goes, please, please. I know you don't want to, but for me, will you be the bigger person for me? I'm begging you. Like he's begging her. And if this is how she acts in group settings and on camera, imagine how she acts behind closed doors. Like he seemed very just like, and good for Chris that he knows how to manage that. And like, if they're happy, they're happy. Um, But yeah, I'm like, it's, it's kind of horrible. Their dynamic, how he is always kind of, and I thought it was very symbolic that he was physically cleaning up the salad. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's always cleaning up Candace's mess. Well, it's very much like Stu Chains with Jen Shaw. Like he had to, he had to pick up dog shit last week. And then the week before he fell on the ice with her. Like he, she's oh like, you God. go ahead, Stu. And he fell. And I was like, he's, he fell for Jen again. You know, I love the comparison of them to um, Selena Meyer. And what was his oh, name? Oh, Tony Ray? Hale. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Other, that's great. <laughs> it's so accurate. <laughs> um, speaking of weird face stuff, and I know this is, really is a sensitive talk, topic for a lot of people, but I don't watch sports, but I watch Twitter and Twitter had a, a photo from a sports game, a baseball game. And Tom Cruise, the actor was there and Tom Cruise is all of a sudden turned into a chipmunk. His face is holding nuts for the winter. I don't know if that's a sign, but like, I know he's getting older. And I know that happens, but this doesn't look like age folks. This looks like a, some kind of botched fill. What is this Sophie? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's definitely botched fillers. Like they just fucked him up. But if Filler, he's rich I'm like sure. that, how does that even happen? Like, I think it's a combination of filler and maybe like some sort of like actual like facelift or something that made his face just look so different. And yeah, just not, not good. And look, it couldn't have happened to a better person. Well, I mean, it's just really shocking. And then it makes you confront your own mortality when you see somebody you grew up. I mean, we're not talking about the Scientology stuff right now. I'm just literally talking about also if Scientology can't help Tom with his face, what's Scientology going to do for any of us? This guy's an already good looking guy and he got ruined by some fillers. Do we wait till this stuff burns off? How do you get filler out? You know? Yeah, it's tough. Once you get botched with filler, you can like get it. Dissolved. There are a couple of things you can do, but it, yeah, it, it fucks up your face. I wonder if he's living. I wonder if he's like, are you fucking kidding me? He I just probably, saw myself on camera. No, he's probably surrounded by yes. People that are like, yes, Tom, all of his like weird oh. Scientology freaks and David Miscavige. David Miscavige. Where's Shelly Miscavige, David? Yeah. Where is she? David, let us know. Um, um, but yeah, so he probably had no idea that he was botched until everyone started making fun of him, which I love. I just, it, it really was shocking to, to see. And, uh, so anyways, keep an eye on that folks. You'll see these pictures. I think one, I just put one on my Instagram. Um, this is another thing I was watching SNL and I thought it was pretty funny, but then after that on Saturday night, I watched 
something that was way funnier. And I've got to highly recommend, if you're looking for a laugh, Demi Lovato's new alien show on Peacock. It's called Unidentified with Demi Lovato. And Demi had an alien experience when they were in Joshua Tree. And it's very, she talks, they talk about it. And they said, uh, saw an orb of light that was like, and and then they went to bed and then she they astral projected and the alien wanted, the alien wanted uh, Demi to live with the aliens and then they woke up. And what that sounds like to me was a dream. Um, I've had them as well. Uh, but this thing is wild. Demi literally goes with her with their friends to go see these alien, like all sorts of different YouTube alien hunters. And then um, like once they put Demi under a trance and it works immediately and they're immediately communicating with aliens. It is one of, if not the funnier things I've seen in 2021. Have you seen any of this? Um, I saw clips of it online, but wait, didn't Demi also say that the word alien is offensive to extraterrestrials? Extraterrestrials. That's what I was getting to was that today (laughs) Demi Demi did come out. And this is, by the way, if you are an alien, you have to really appreciate when somebody stands up for you like this. Oh my God. Um, Demi Lovato has an out of this world take that's bound to get eyeballs rolling. They think we should retire the term alien when referring to extraterrestrials. The pop star made the bizarre plea to us earthlings doing an er- during an interview with Australian out- outlet Pedestrian TV in which they say the term alien itself is offensive, even as it pertains to actual would-be aliens from outer space who may or may not be zipping around us. Uh, the context here is that Demi is plugging their new uh, their new unidentified show. While talking the show, they said, I really think that if there was anything out there that would want to do that to us, it would have happened by now. She means in har- they mean in harming us. But I think that we have to stop calling them aliens because aliens is a derogatory term for anything. That's why I, that's well, but she they have a solution, guys. It's not like they just said don't and I'm not. So they want us to call aliens ETs. And Demi goes, so yeah, that's a little tidbit, a little information that I learned. So no more, if you have any experience with aliens, if they take you to their ship, do not, they will get livid if you call them aliens, call them ETs. Like that is huge. We already have to worry about hurting human being, every human being on the planet's feelings at all times. (laughs) Now we have to worry about hurting. We don't even know if aliens have feelings. What if I get terrestrials? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you imagine an alien's probing me in their ship and I call them an alien and then I get canceled for offending the alien probing me? Like, what are they going to do? Like, tweet about it on their Twitter and on aliens? (laughs) But I'm like, there is so many things to worry about. And now I got to worry about, I've called aliens aliens my whole life, you know? And now we can't even call aliens aliens? They're aliens. Sorry. Yeah. E. Extraterrestrials e. is too hard to say. Well, no, you can say, you can short it down E.T. I know, e. but like, I don't, that just makes me think of E.T., the movie. <laughs> I know. E.T., Steven Spielberg should sue the pants off of Demi Lovato for even suggesting this, you know? Yeah, absolutely. He um, has that copyrighted trademark. Oh, heck sure. yes. But uh, I really do highly recommend if you had a couple of drinks or, or whatever to watch this show on Peacock, it is very entertaining because 
you think Demi Lovato, they can do it all. And then you realize they can do it all and that much more because you would never predict Demi Lovato to have a show about chasing ETs. But yet here it is. Um, I want to remind everybody that this Friday we have the premiere of Kyle Richards Oscar, uh, eventual Oscar nominated movie Halloween Kills, where Kyle Richards scares Michael Myers with her bangs. And you're going to see this on Peacock for free. It's rated R, but it'll be free on Peacock. You can also see it in the theaters. Sophie, will you see this movie? Um, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of like slasher movies like that. But did you see? Okay, Carrie Whitmer, who everyone should follow yeah. on Twitter. Carrie's coming on the pod uh, in two weeks. Oh my God, she's so funny on Twitter. Her tweet that said Kyle Richards to Michael Myers and Halloween. Just be open and honest. Yeah, yeah, just- or then Lisa gets Michael, own it, Michael. Own it, baby. And then he like stabs her. <laughs> no, my that's the the only thing that could just stop Michael Myers is the Fox Force Five. Oh, my well. By God. the way, you if you kind of think about it, it is kind of this like allegory. It almost kind of oddly follows the Tom Girardi plotline. Like Michael Myers dies in weird ways. Every movie, like he's flipping over cars seven times and he survives everything. Like Michael Myers can never die. Like Michael Myers will confront people in their mansions while it's snowing in Pasadena. I did end up watching. I think the last one where spoiler alert, isn't there like a house fire and he's like, he's burned to it. And then he gets out. Wait, I wait. Did you do an Italian event? Gets out. Uh, I don't know where that came from. Can I also? I love that you at this point. There's been like eight billion Halloween movies, and you're like, uh, spoiler alert: he dies at the end of it. He dies at the end of like every. I don't know. See, <laughs> I don't really watch these. I don't even know who I was with. I definitely didn't watch it by my own accord. You know. Oh yeah, somebody forced you to watch. Yeah, Halloween. I like I like scary and like morbid stuff and like true crime, but like anything like gory and like slasher, like even oh, I finally watched Squid Game. And now it is time to uh, to do some commercials, but these are products that have um, they've they, they've been with us before, so I'm very excited that they're back. And the first one, of course, is Osea. Now I have talked about Osea now a couple of times, and I have heard. From all of my female friends and some of my male friends that it has been very difficult and it is difficult to find uh, clean skincare products that are good for your skin and the planet, but also actually give you the results that you want. And I have good news. I think we might have found them in this company, Osea. Now, Osea has been making products that do just that for over 25 years. So when it comes to clean beauty, Osea is the pioneer. And that is so important. They have award-winning cleansers, serums, and face moisturizers. And they're known for creating amazing body products like their fabulous Undaria Algae Body Oil, which is perfect because we often forget to take care of our bodies the way we take care of our faces. I uh, unfortunately am not taking care of either. So it has been a blessing that Osea is in my life. It is. It truly is. Uh, my mom is into it. My sister is into it. I have friends into it now. And now I am into it. Um, so Andaria Algae Body Oil, it feels um, now th- this is got I got to tell you, as a guy, I'm trying to explain this to you. 
It is not greasy or sticky, and uh, I, I just feel like it, it feels good on my skin. Uh, it uh, my, my female friend says it feels luxurious and rich, and it does absorb really nice into the skin. It also moisturizes your skin, uh, leaving your skin looking healthy and glowing. And I am one of those dudes that never had um, like a... Uh, like a 20 year plan for my face or body. So I'm kind of playing catch up with everything. But one of the first things that I learned um, in the last um, five years, and and you're like, really just in the five years is that you got to moisturize. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. So I know what you're thinking. Also body oil. If you're, if you've been using body lotion for years, you might be a little wary of body oils, but let me tell you, I am a convert. I started using uh, body moisturizers. Like when I first started a short five years ago. And I got to tell you, this actually is amazing. So the Andaria Algae Body Oil has been Victoria Beckham's favorite body oil for years. Now, she is my favorite Spice Girl, so I do have to listen to what she says. But you will be obsessed with it too. So it soaks in easily, it isn't greasy, and it has this really nice citrus smell that instantly it kind of makes you feel like you were at a spa. I don't know if you guys know, but I used to be a manager at a day spa and we would like those kind of smells really do kind of make you feel like it's relaxing. It is nice. You kind of feel uh, rich. <laughs> I think that is the word. Um, so I can't even tell you. Um, I know this sounds weird, but my spirit, Skin is, I feel it like soft and smoother than it has felt in a really long time. And it kind of, um, I, now this, I don't like, but I think I do look like better. I know that sounds weird, whatever, but my body lotion never did this. So Osea's products are clean. They're vegan, they're cruelty-free, climate-neutral, created with sustainably sourced seaweed, and they're made in California. So you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. So experience your new favorite clean skincare line with a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order with promo code SOGOOD at OSEAMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and orders over $50, you get free shipping. And also remember, this is actually great as we start heading into the holiday season. This is like good kind of stocking stuff for stuff too, you know? In fact, I might try to get my mom a couple at a discount. So you're going to want it all. So go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code SOGOOD. And just on a personal note, this is the company I've told you before, but they're one of the companies that wanted to do an onboarding call with me just to walk me through the product. They made sure I had it. They made sure I used it. They made sure I knew what the company was about, that it is female founded and run. And that kind of stuff really, uh, it, it really kind of like sat well with me. I was like, wow, they really do care about their product. That means a lot. I think, you know, like when I tell people about my product, I take pride in it. And these people really take pride in their product. And I think that actually is something to always pay attention to. And it's one of the only companies that use my product code as so good instead of so bad. And I think that's great because it is so good. Um, so check that out, you guys. And of course, my next one is Bowl and Branch. And I got to tell you, so they sent me my bowl and branch sheets, beautiful gray. They are so soft where I was like, this is such a noticeable difference than my Amazon sheets. And, um, cause I don't really know I'm a dude. I don't really know a lot about this stuff. And this is, these are so nice. And I got to tell you, um, now I've had them for a couple of months 
and they feel even better after I wash them. I, I know this sounds disgusting, but I was like, I don't know if I want to wash them because, <laughs> because they feel so good. And I, I thought like, you know, when you wash a t-shirt or something and it kind of like looks gross, you know, like, and it doesn't, these get softer and softer. And I think that is so amazing. Um, this kind of stuff makes me remember this company in the long run. And when I get new sheets from here on out, I'm going to get them from Bolin Branch. It is huge. So the little things we all do, Bolin Branch says, add up to the legacy we leave behind. And Bolin Branch was started by a husband and wife team that wanted to create a textile company that cared about the details that would make their products last. And you will definitely feel the difference in their best-selling, beautifully crafted signature sheets, which is what I have. Um, so the difference between Bolin Branch sheets and my Amazon sheets, I mean, there's not even a comparison. Like, I feel like a grown-up with these sheets, but also a grown-up that is about to have the sleep of his dang life. Um, they're soft, but firm. They have a softness. They're smooth. It's just really nice. So experience the uncompromising comfort with the best-selling 100% organic cotton signature hemmed sheets. Oh my gosh, I have to remember these details. I was just talking to a friend about uh, Bolin Brand sheets. I, I'm not even, this is not made up. And she asked me what it was made out of. And I didn't have my script in front of me, but it's organic cotton. So organic cotton is, I got to text her. So this cloud weight, super soft sateen weave gets softer with every wash. I told you it did. So crafted to the highest standards and attention to detail from sourcing to packaging, the perfect balance of weight and breathability to pamper warm or cool sleepers through any season. Now get this, give your bed the white house treatment with sheets that three presidents have fallen in love with. I hope they were good presidents to, to experience an entirely new standard of comfort. Visit bowl and In fact, our listener Sheridan, my friend Sheridan, she, I, I, she bought like hundreds and hundreds of dollars of bowling brand sheets after she heard this. And I hope Sheridan, I hope you liked it. Cause I, I was so impressed by that. So visit bowl and That's B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com and get 15% off your first set of sheets with promo code. So bad, so bad S O B A D that's B O L L and branch.com promo code. So bad. And guys now back to our show. Mm -hmm. Did you watch Squid Game yet, Ryan? I'm on an episode, the end of episode five. Oh, okay. It. Hurry the fuck I, up. I, I, well, here, I, I, I am, I, don't you ever hate though that when you're like, everybody's watching something and loving it and you're like, I'm not like everybody else. And then you start to watch it and you're like, fuck, I love this. I need to watch the rest of it. You know, it's yeah. really good. Yeah, no, it is really good. It lives up to the hype, in my opinion. Like, I can't stop thinking about it. It's so interesting. But again, it's like, that's like a violent, like a lot of like death and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Do you think you but, would do good at a squid game? Um, Absolutely not. I was actually having this conversation. I forgot who I was with. Maybe my coworkers or something. When they do red. And this has been stuck in my oh, head. The red person. light. Green, green, green light. light. Yeah, it's been like stuck in my head the way, the way she says it. But anyway, I would have been one of those people that gets shot like running away, like and freaking out. Oh, uh, I'd be the 
I'd be the old man in the bed when everybody's attacking each other at night. Like, I'm so scared. Please stop. I'm so scared. I know. I know. The only thing that pisses me off, and this isn't a, it's kind of a spoiler alert, but that big old doll lady that shoots everybody. (laughs) What? I thought she was a lead part of it. Like, I'm like, I keep looking for the, the big doll lady and she's not there anymore. And it pisses me off. I'm like, oh, we see this cool big doll lady and I need to know how they built her. What's her story. Like it, it was so the red light, green light queen. Well, I feel like she should be involved in more game. Like she, I feel like tests very positive with people. I want to know green more light. about her. Green light. Green light. Um, it's really good. You guys squid game on Netflix. Highly recommend what I also recommend. That's going to be coming out November 17th. I think we got the first trailer for Peacock's Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip with, they say, uh, seven icons. And it's, uh, of course, uh, you got Kyle Richards, you got Ramona Singer. Um, who else do you, you have, uh, uh, who, who do we got here? Oh, Luann, Kenya. Um, you have a really great cast. Did you watch the trailer yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. Um it looks good. It looks fine. Manufactured, but fine. Well, it's only eight days, eight days in this, this exotic location. We do get a one moment of where Ramona says she's peeing herself. So that's yeah. classic Ramona and like, fuck you to Kenya or something. Yeah. I have a feeling they might not have done the New York reunion because I have a feeling Kenya may like Kenya was like, I'm doing the reunion right now. It seems like any, it seems like nobody gets along with Ramona in these situations. Yeah. And, uh, Kenya gets, uh, and I hear, no, and I hear somebody doesn't get along with Kyle, but I didn't see that in the preview. Um, anyway, you know, Teresa from Jersey is on it, the whole thing. So uh, everybody check that preview out. It was really good. What did you think of Vanderpump Rules this week, the second episode? Um, I honestly don't even remember what happened on the second episode. They went to Palm Springs. They went to Palm Springs. Uh, Charlie got into it with Lala. But you can't fucking do that to me. Oh, That's Lala's one person you're not going to so fucking do annoying. that with. Lala yeah. sucks. Like, she's so annoying. Like, she really is, like, such an instigator, but then, like, plays the victim and, like, cries and, like, manipulates. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I can't stand Lala. She isn't coming off great this season. And I I mean, I, I think she wasn't coming off great. The But, uh, the interesting thing, did you notice uh, some people kept sending me that all the, a lot of the Vanderpump rules and the past cast with babies, they all got together this weekend. And I almost feel like the past cast members are almost trying to get together with Lala and Katie more now to kind of show that they're still around. And that, like, I feel like Lala is weirdly playing both sides of the fence right now. Does that make sense? Um, like she's almost like hanging out with Stassi Oh yeah, definitely. Kristen I and- also think that Ariana um, and Sheena and stuff. I don't know if they're going to put up with her like two faced bullshit for much longer. So she can try, but I don't think that Lala is like. I think that she is one of one of the most, if not the most, like disposable people on Banner. You think Lala is? Yeah, a hundred percent. And that's why it was so funny. And watch what happens live. Oh, I tweeted this. How she said that. Her and Katie, Andy was like, who are the number one girls in the group? And she was like, me and Katie. And I was like, it's actually the diametrical opposite. (laughs) 
Like they're so both of both Katie and Lala, like they could disappear from the show and no one would notice really. Well, well, see, that's what I I get worried because the ratings came out and it got half the ratings of season eight, season nine premiere. But then the the ratings ticked up a little bit on the second episode. But I don't want I mean, I kind of am weirdly not combative, but weirdly um, defensive about Vanderpump Rules because I wanted to succeed. It's never going to have the magic of those first few seasons. But if Jax and Stassi and Kristen Doty were still there, it would not be any different. It would not be it would not be any more entertaining than it is now. Oh, yeah. No, if anything, it would be worse because like, yes. yeah, we were just also bored of them. Yeah, no, I, I think it's they're doing what they can. We'll see how the season goes again. It's it's Monday. Last episode aired on Tuesday, last Tuesday. So I just like needed a second to refresh my memory. But that's also kind of not a great sign that I couldn't remember. what yeah. happened. But we'll see. It just, I have it's- my hope so far. It's really overproduced, but I like it. Everybody's like, I like when they get excited about things. And yeah. I think Charlie's a star. I mean, if they can do a other a couple other new people around where we actually care about them. Like, I thought Charlie handled, her, handled herself so well around Lala that Lala even was like, damn, you know? Yeah, no, I was so shocked by how mature she was. Because Lala really does try to instigate people into acting their worst. Because she is so awful. The way that she talks to people is very abusive and like not okay. It's very, and I saw a tweet that compared her to Erica Jane and I agree. It's like just, and that's why also I was like, if someone is going to get indicted next by the FBI, my prediction is Lala. Well, it'd be Randall. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like where apparently he's had money issues. How do they afford this lifestyle of the PJs? Um, Lala also shows an incredible lack of empathy or sympathy for anyone outside of herself. Um, and is just like clearly a huge narcissist who can be very, very vicious to other people. But you can see where Randall is. I, I can see where he's been as why he's been a success and why he gets girls and all that. Cause he's always like, Hey, it's all right. <laughs> Let's make jokes about every-. like, he's just professor positive, even though, you know, deep down there's something else going on. Like, you know, he probably is, has his hands in a lot of weird money deals. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he's, yeah, he- but he also has been like in, didn't something come out that they were, that he like owed like money with in taxes. It wasn't just the Fofty stuff. Like it was other like tax really. I don't know. I need to look it up, yeah. but I know that he is not as comfortable as they try to make it seem like they are. Yeah, I, I uh, even the Fofty thing alone, it's like what super, super, super rich dude is is owing 50 cent all of this money that he like clearly can't pay back. Like, yeah, you don't have like Mark Zuckerberg or like, I'm sorry, Fofty, please. I, I please. you know, please, it's me, Elon, please, don't do Fofty. this. He was so scared. Oh, he was so, was so funny. <laughs> Remember when he sent the picture to where he was hooked up to heart monitors? And he goes, I have a heart issue, please. And then he sent pictures of him yes. in a heart test. And 50 was like, I don't fucking care what's going on with you, man. Give me my yeah. money. He was in the hospital. Um, I do want to talk also about somebody that really, though, as the weeks go on, I just, I'm beginning to passionately dislike. And it's Machine Gun Kelly. And it's also now, it's getting to be where it's Megan Fox. Oh. These guys will go to an opening of an envelope. They want to be on your magazine covers. These are, they're starting to be tryhards. They're starting to be Chrissy Teigen's to me. This Machine Gun Kelly, he he writes like that. Like his Instagram cash captions are so 
I, I, I'm so sorry if you girls think this is romantic, but they're so dumb to me. It's like, tell it to her face. Don't put it on your stupid Instagram profile. What are we, like seven years old? Oh, so, you know what I'm saying? So gross. They're interviewing whatever magazine. Yeah. GQ. Yeah. Well, GQ. This- so embarrassing and cringy. They just make me cringe. He looks like, did you watch American Horror Story this season? No, but I'm aware of it. Never mind. Anyway, yeah. Looks like one of the monsters, American Horse. <laughs> he probably is. Uh, this is what he wrote, you guys, on his latest Instagram caption in celebration of the GQ article, which our friend Molly Lambert wrote the article. So, I mean, you know, she's a good writer. But Machine Gun Kelly wrote, a life without you is worse than death. Put a bullet in my head if we have nothing left. And then he put an emoji of a knife and a heart. And if that ever comes, meet me in heaven and let's fuck like demons. By the way, if I'm in heaven and I have to fucking watch Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox hump, I am going to be like, this is not the heaven that I thought I was being a part of, you know? Yeah, yeah. I can't stand them, to be quite honest. And I also was reading about Machine Gun Kelly recently where he said a bunch of really like creepy things like on video. I need to like find it. I I had it somewhere where I was like, oh, I need to like share this where he was talking about, it was when he was maybe like 21 or early twenties or something. And Kendall Jenner was 17. Uh He was like, yeah, there's one celebrity that I want to bang. It's Kendall Jenner. I don't care that she's 17. Who gives a fuck? Well, he was like, you know, Roman, all these guys, like they got with 14 year old girls, like basically defending men sleeping with teenage girls, which is not sleeping with someone at statutory rape. But um, Don't yeah, let Chris like, Jenner see that though. Chris Jenner will try to make that happen if he. Gets- yeah, I was like, it's weird that this hasn't like gotten more publicity because I feel like it's a very like disgusting. Like, why are we still giving this guy airtime? He's gross. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're close within the year of like doing away with Machine Gun Kelly. I just, I, I think when know. you when you shine this bright this quick. And talk about humping Megan Fox ever. Does he really shine that bright? Well, I'm saying I think this is the peak of how far he can go. Because I was also, do you ever like look at his clothes and go like, you can't go into Old Navy and get that. So like, these are so like, you're like punk rock. But I'm like, these are like custom designed shirts with like spangles and like roses tied in and like little glittery things. I'm like, you are not punk rock. Like this is not... I was like listening to the Ramones the other, like, you know, like you are not punk rock, dude. Like you are a copy. You are cosplaying punk rock, you know? Yeah. And also like who even listens to his music? Like what music does he even do? Not good. <laughs> not good music. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, so uh, this is actually a, a little bit of an update on a story that we did a couple weeks ago that I know people would probably be curious about is that the Brigham Young Virginity Club uh, sent out a pamphlet recently uh, this week. It says, yeah, what does the Bible say about soaking? And in the next slide, it says, in the last month, a new sensation called soaking has rocked the nation. Other names for this practice include marinating, fermenting, and stewing. I hate (laughs) marinating, fermenting, and stewing. Well, by the way, if you guys need a reminder, like, like slices of fish. So that's soaking. You guys is when uh, two people that believe in God passionately as kids and are virgins, they don't want to have, they don't want to have sex because that's against the Lord's uh, will. But what they'll do is they'll, the, the man will insert himself into the female, but not move. And then that's called soaking. And then if you're a jump humper, 
uh, you are their friend that is on the bed and you jump up and down as hard as you can to create friction. And you do that for your friend. So soaking is when you just lay there, jump humping, because if you're not the one moving, you can't help if you move, you know? So then this next slide, it says, but the truth is soaking, jump, jump, jump humping, and other variants are an affront to God. The Bible warned of false prophets who come to us when we are most vulnerable and preach a mortality as virtue. Instead of soaking, try basking in the light of the Lord. Instead of jump pumping, try jumping to your feet to sing God's holy hymns. I so, that. What's that? Yeah, but that's, but also that would be cool. I will, I do want to see some TikTok videos of jump pumpers like doing that and then also jumping to their feet and singing God's hymns. But this is so exciting. I realize there's all these Reddit threads now about soaking and like this thing is, it's a real, I think it's like sweeping the nation. You know, I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. Soaking is really, it's yeah. It's the next, let's go soak baby. Oh, hey, let's soak tonight. I met this guy on Tinder. He wants to soak. Want to soak baby. Should that oh. be my new opening line? Want to soak baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey are you going as anyone for halloween um oh it's a surprise actually i don't know if any of my coworkers secretly listen to this podcast but we take it very seriously at my company and yeah we always win like i i dressed up as as like our coo two years ago and i won the award um so yeah it's, it's the, uh... um we take it very seriously it's a surprise um, okay. Well, I'm excited to see it. But I had some ideas that were rejected. What were the rejected ideas? Idea. So we have on my direct team, it's three girls and one guy. And I was like, we should be like the drunk girls going to the club and you're like our Uber driver. <laughs> and he was like, no. <laughs> and then he was going to be an exterminator and I was going to be a cockroach. Um, but then we thought that'd be too wasteful and we're trying to be more sustainable as a company. If I just ordered like a $50 cockroach costume and then my other coworker is going to be a rat. Um, but yeah, those were our rejected ideas. Okay. So we'll be excited. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm kind of like, maybe this year I want to do, I don't, I'm not invited to anything Halloween like, but then I was like, everybody said, I want to be a Halloween guy. You know, it's like, I want, like, when I hear about people getting the Halloween spirit, it seems like something that I'd like to do. So I don't know. I'm, if anybody has ideas, I was thinking about like earlier, it was a joke with like sexy uh, Tom Girardi, but uh, I mean, that could be funny, but you'd have to just make it clear that you're Tom Girardi. Bloody um, Tom Girardi. Yeah, slutty Tom Girardi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be like a Squid Game something, probably. Oh, I would love to get one of those pink outfits with the masks and stuff. Yeah, um, just the circle face. Okay, so I spoke with this morning. I spoke with Andrea Denver, who is. Do you know who Andrea Denver is? Um, no, I don't he, think so. But it sounds kind of familiar. He is the brand new cast member of Bravo's Winter House. Coming on October 20th. Oh, yeah. Bravo. He is one of the new cast members. And I got to speak with him. And I think you'll hear that interview later in the week. And he's very uh, thick Italian accent. And he's really charming. But he's a hey, God. Brace yourself. He's a model. And he's known for having eight pack abs. He has eight pack abs. Wait, isn't he maybe like doesn't Paige? There's something in the trailer about there's Paige. something with him and Paige. God. So I wasn't allowed to ask about anything that went on in the house. And I wasn't like, I, I, 
but it was really like, it was nice to like kind of talk to him a little bit. And I did get to make a fun of Austin a lot. And I said, you look way better in a turtleneck than Austin does. And then I asked him if he liked uh trop hop or lover boy more. And he's like, lover boy, hey, lover boy. And then he goes, I have not tasted trop hop. I don't drink a beer. And um, Does he really then, have an Italian accent? Oh, very thick. Very oh, I thick. love it. He's a no real nice and really a nice dude. But he uh, he said um, he goes uh, and I go, yeah, you can tell Austin drinks a lot of beer. He goes, yeah, a little chunk. Like he kind of made like he was a little chunky, a oh little chunky. But I love Austin. I love Austin. But I did. I try to get in as many kind of Austin digs as I can as I could, because, uh, I like, he goes, Oh, I do not drink beer. I do not want the trap pop, you know? But then I asked him to do a taste test, uh, later on this, sh- like next time he's on to do a taste test between lover boy and trap pop, because my theory is trap pop tastes like piss Austin's beer. I don't think I've literally ever had it. So it's, I don't think it's that tells you a lot. It's not carried in a lot of places. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, not like Fred- lover boy is. Craig and Paige are going strong. You guys, I think we're two weeks into this official relationship. Um, and I love that Demois is even posting blinds of like people going up to Craig and Craig going, yes, we're in a relationship. Like, and everybody's acting like good. Like, I love that when like a nearly 40 year old man gets praised for admitting that he's in a relationship. Like, isn't that just weird that we praise yeah. people for the stupidest things? Yeah. Like congrats, I guess. Cool. But uh, my friend had pictures at Sewing Down South, his pillow store, and Paige was there. Like, I guess Paige is an actual cast member on Southern Charm this season. And that's wild. Like, we really are connecting this universe. I know. It's very, yeah. And so Southern Charm also, it's like, geez, booked and busy. And Naomi's going to be in it too. So is there going to be like a Naomi Paige Craig uh, love triangle storyline? That that might be interesting because I know there were rumors also. Now it's like obviously Paige and Craig are together. What's their couple name? Oh, Craig. it it's it's Craig. it's Cray Orbo. Oh. I just made that up. It's a no, no, no. It was like it was Craig. It was Craig. But I I tried yeah. to make it the dumb one or, um, or Peg. <laughs> oh, it, it's Peg in another way, but. Yeah. Um, but yes. um, there were rumors that him and Naomi were like seeing each other again. So maybe. Yeah. Was- like he was at her hotel or something. Yeah, and-, and there's going to be the Austin Sierra Lindsay love triangle. So that's going to be interesting as when they're like emotions and like love triangles. That's when Bravo shows are kind of like at their best. Yeah. Well, that's like, what I- they really are because otherwise it's like, oh, you can make up all this. Do you ever watch Floribama Shore? Yeah. Uh huh. See, I haven't been watching the new season just because I lost kind of interest last season because it was so boring. I'm like, there aren't any like love and like, they're all just friends. We need some like spicy, like sexual tension, like lovers quarrels. Like, yeah. Same thing with Vanderpump Rules in a way is that if everybody's taken and like, we don't have anybody to try to hook up with somebody new or like, you know, it's awesome to have everybody in relationships, but you need somebody crossing that boundary of like, yo, you shouldn't be cheating with that. Like, that's why like Schwartz, I, no offense, Katie, but like Schwartz needs to get super hammered again. Like he would do on Cabo trips and they would wind up at a different resort, remember, and make out with somebody oh, like you just need to give that guy a bunch of drinks and he'll like make things happen. You know, he'll blame it on the booze. Yeah. We just need to, you know, Katie scooch over a little bit. Let's get Tom Schwartz, you know, wait, would you make out with Tom Schwartz? Would I make out with him? 
I'm, so, I'm sorry. That's remedial. You're like, will I make out? Yeah. Would would I, you, was that the question? Would I make yeah, out? Would you make out with Tom Schwartz? I'm sure he's like, I always thought that Tom Schwartz was so cute. And now that I have seen who he is more, I'm not as attracted to him. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure if I like saw him at a bar, like not realizing who Tom Schwartz was now, I wouldn't. Cause I'm like, he's married. But, you know, if I, like, didn't know who he was and saw him at the bar, I'd be like, oh, he's cute. Yeah, he's cute. He's tall. Like, he's, yeah, he's a cute guy. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is actually kind of interesting. Well, not interesting. Is that, did you watch the new Dave Chappelle Netflix comedy special? Um, yeah, I actually did. Just because I wanted to see, like, what everyone was, like, you know, fussing Yeah, with the trans joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just like genuinely, not only did I find some of the stuff like actually offensive, I did not laugh one time, not once. And I like went in with an open, I was like, okay, we'll see. I know that everyone, you know, we're all like trying to cancel comedians, cancel culture. Let's see. I was like, this isn't even fucking funny. If you're going to be offensive, at least like be funny like, it doesn't make it okay, but, like, you know, if you're going to make jokes, sometimes they, they're not always politically correct, whatever. But, like, they weren't even funny. Yeah, I mean, Dave Chappelle, like, is really hit or miss. He's sometimes brilliant, like, in my opinion. And so, and I also worry about anybody that starts wearing a logo on all of their outfits with, like, their initial or something. Like, it's like, when they start having, quote-unquote, uniforms, I've talked about this in terms of, like, Michael Jackson. Like, when you start wearing epaulets, but, like, I noticed Dave start, started now in the last like five or six comedy specials. He has patches with his logo, which is like a C. And like when you're ironing on patches under your like actual normal clothes, it just to me gets it's like it, it gets weird for me. It's like you're not really normal already and you're making yourself more unnormal. Like I don't walk around with like Bailey. I mean, I would, but I'm just not at that point yet. But it is one of those things where it's like, is the material offensive? Like, I think comedians have this weird gray area where Dave Chappelle is never getting canceled. In fact, he was at Hollywood Bowl last week uh, celebrating a release of his new documentary that's going to be out in a couple of weeks. And he had a big standing ovo- uh, ovation, big Hollywood crowd there. And he said, if this is what if this is what getting canceled is like, keep canceling me. And that's the thing is that somebody like that will never get canceled uh, but you gotta you gotta watch it. Like sometimes I feel like when you veer into trusting people like Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle, and then there's real life, you're like, okay, that's just a joke, whatever. But then the real life results of that are people uh, in trans people's DMs calling them the F word or queer or I'm gonna kill you. It becomes very real, and we can't really ever imagine what that's like in a lot of ways. Yeah, no, for sure. It's like he clearly has a very 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 strong fan base also and it's not even really about like canceling it's not about that it's more like why are these jokes still like why are you trying to push them as funny like they're really just not funny like they're just not like i think that you know if that's all his comedy these days relies on is like offending people then like I don't know. I just really, truly just did not find it funny. Other, it's, I don't know. And that's it's, like the, and by the way, at a comedy special, that's the main thing. Even, so you're saying you didn't even find it funny, even take away the trans jokes. Yeah, no, I didn't think it was funny, like at all. Yeah. I know that there are Jewish people that are um, offended also by some of his like space Jews jokes. 
Um, I'm, I'm not personally offended. I'm just like, whatever. Um, but yeah, I just like, didn't think any of it was funny. I didn't laugh once I was like watching. I was like, wait, I literally haven't laughed this entire time. So yeah, yeah that's my review. Um, okay. And, and in superhero news, new Superman, we have a new Superman over at DC Clark Kent's son. His name is John and John just came out as bisexual in the most recent uh, issue of Superman. And that just pisses me off though, because it's like, he get like, if you're already fuck, if you're able to fly and all that, and then you're not only going to get girls, you're going to get like every, but like everybody's going to love you. Like, that's so not fair. You know, like imagine competing against Superman for a girl or a guy, but it's you're not, not going to win. Wait, isn't it not Superman? It's his, it's, it's his son, but his son took over the mantle of Superman. Oh, so he's like the new Clark Kent. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I, I haven't read the book yet, but it says new Superman. He's the new Superman. His name's John, and he just came out as bisexual. And it has him in the Superman outfit kissing a dude. Good for John. No, it's good for John, but can't John just be fully gay then? Why does he have to then keep going with women too? Like, like I don't know. I got to work that out. Bye, um, disability. <laughs> okay. It's, so in, in wrapping up, this is a quick... Uh, Brian Landry is still not uh, captured. Uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter is calling off his search due to an ankle injury. Um, and that is very sad. I hope we are close to getting this guy. But I guess the more days that pass, it becomes a little bit more uh, hard, harder to do that, which just sucks because this guy is a survivalist, I guess, and can survive in a lot of different places. So um, and then also Britney Spears. Um, we had this this great news. Everything is going according to plan. Uh, any new opinions about any Britney Spears stuff in the last week? It seems like she is posting on Instagram uh, willy nilly. Um, and she said the other day that she wants to write a book about a girl who was murdered and had her life taken away from her. Did you read that Instagram caption? No, I didn't see that one, but I just saw something about Jamie Lynn apparently is going to write a memoir. Like, please. I'm just glad, like, apparently Brittany kind of wants to just, you know, go into retirement, which she deserves that. Totally. I mean, that's, yeah. I, by the way, I don't, I think once, if she really got released from this and she had a couple of years under her belt, I think she'll definitely perform again, but yeah, totally her right to do whatever she wants to do. Um, and then, uh, that's pretty much it actually. Do you have anything, uh, he, wait, bachelor in paradise actually ended last week. I, I gotta say, I love that show, but just how ridiculous it was. They, you guys, they made people like people got engaged from that show after how yeah, many three couples but come on like that's a cult that is called a cult when you feel that much pressure you're trapped on a beach for like what is it three weeks and they're getting engaged i love marissa and riley they're my favorites no they I were great them. they totally belong together what do you think of grocery store joe and uh what's her name i don't know if i'm i'm still like on the fence about them because grocery store joe kind of sucks wait why does she grocery store jokes like blue lives matter stuff like oh really yeah, like he's like always kind of sucked. He's also like, I mean, know that age is just a number, but like she is super, super young and he's like an older, you know, much more than 10, almost like 15 years older than her. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. I feel like she's probably just too young to get engaged. And he's just like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just not a fan of his in general. Um, And then Mari and Kenny, I think are really cute also. Yeah, Mari and Kenny are like, they're, you know, they're both not, you know, they're, they're not the smartest bulbs in the the pack. You know, like they're fine. They're 
actually, they actually seem like they're the most mature people on the beach. Because really? what, what other couple would stick together after one of them goes to the boom boom room with another person? Like they handle that so maturely when it literally would have yes. destroyed any other couple. Well, do you know the difference between, I was trying to, what is the difference between the boom boom room and the overnight fantasy? fantasy. Like the boom boom uh, room, like I thought nothing. you would have sex there too. What's the difference? Like nothing, literally nothing. Okay. That's why it would just confuse me. And I was wondering what it was. So yeah. that ended, it was a very successful season and not this week, but I believe the next week we get the season premiere of the bachelorette. Will you be watching? Um, yeah, I'll watch. I'm not really like that into, I'm, I feel like I'm so much more into bachelor in paradise than anything else. It's so like, I'm almost like, I'm, I'm definitely bummed that it's not on, uh, on Tuesday night, uh, this week. And we have to wait for no, like two iterations to have bachelor in paradise back. So we've got like nine more months before we get more uh, bachelor in paradise. Yeah, that sucks. sucks actually. Uh, and recommendation for everybody, if you're not watching it, Only Murders in the Building on Hulu with Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Selena Gomez. It has its own pacing, it, you know, but it's really good. It's really charming. And it's a very fall movie or a fall TV show that kind of takes place in New York. And it, I don't know, I really highly recommend it if you're looking for something to watch. Um, Sophie, is there anything else going on this week for you? Uh, same old shit. Yeah. Same old shit. <laughs> I'm still recovering from wedding season. That was actually my last one for a while. Okay. That's uh this does this one seems like it took a lot out of you. Yeah, I'm like very exhausted. So I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. no, I'm said thank you so much for even doing this. We're I, I we we had to talk to you so uh because it really does make the week that much better. So uh Sophie Ross, you can follow her on Instagram, Twitter. You always know where to do that. And of course, that's where you can find any of her new writings, which we always have to support as well. So uh Sophie, uh, we will hopefully talk to you next week. And uh you guys have a great Tuesday. Thanks, guys. I'm gonna go jump to my <laughs> say the Lord's prayers. <laughs> get out of your PJs. I know I do need to get out of my PJs. <laughs> Betches.